It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. All right, welcome back to the Coach's Corner, This uh, the Cougar portion of it. Uh, I'm Danny Brewer. I am so pleased to be joined now by Middle Tennessee Christian School head coach, Christian Peterson. Coach, how are you this morning? I'm good. I'm a little tired, but, I, uh, you know, it's uh, a little easier to wake up after a win. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, uh, the uh, very short night, I'm sure, but a very good night. 1-0 uh, and o at Middle Tennessee Christian School. That's got to be pretty good for you. Absolutely. Really proud of the kids. Um, you know, game one, everyone's dealing with the, the cramping and the tiredness and uh, really proud of the fight that they had and uh, just never giving up and keep working to to the end. Well, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, so we're going to start with some basics. Uh, Christian Peterson, I'm going to ask you uh, how you got to Middle Tennessee Christian School, and don't tell me. I took a left on Northfield and a right on Memorial, okay? So how did you get to Middle Tennessee Christian School? Yeah, so uh, I was coaching at my alma mater at Oviedo, and uh, Coach Taggett was there. And so when he got the job up here, he asked me if I wanted to come up here with him. And uh, so my wife and I came up, we checked it out, we loved it, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. And, um, you know, been here the last, this will be year three. Um, Tack ended up heading back to Florida, and I basically told anybody that would listen that I wanted the job and just to let me know what I needed to do. Uh, so I went through that whole hiring process and the, the stressfulness of waiting to see what the, the next step was and uh, very blessed to, to get this job and be in this spot. So where are you from, Coach, originally? So I'm originally from Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida, and now you're a Tennessee boy, and uh, obviously you like it pretty good around here, right? I do. I enjoy the seasons. You know, in Florida, there's two seasons. There's hot and hotter. That's and it. So, uh, you know, getting to play, getting to play football, and it's not 100 degrees the whole entire season. Yeah, that's uh, that's a big perk. Now, is this your first head coaching job? Yes, sir. Well, that's got to be exciting. So, first head coaching job. First game and you're one and zero, oh. man. You've got to be awful proud. And I know you're you're not a, a promote yourself kind of guy, but you got to be awful proud to be in the position you're in right now at Middle Tennessee Christian School. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a great spot. It's a, uh, you know, it's really kind of a, it's a great spot to have that have that first job. Uh, the the support's amazing. Um, you know, the the fans show up. The atmosphere was great last night. Um, and being able to be with these kids now, you know, like going into year three, um, it's, a, it's a great group of kids, and I'm really excited about uh, about the future of MTCS. A little bit of a benefit for you being that you were here, you do have familiarity with the kids, you do have familiarity with the program. Uh, is that Did that make it maybe a little bit easier for you? I know we're only one game into it, but still, has it been a little bit easier for you because you've been here? So I don't know if it's ever easier, right? Um, you know, when you t- when you whenever you kind of step into that role, it's um, every day there's something new. Every day you're learning more. Um, but knowing the kids, you kind of get to get past that. All right, who's number who's number seven? What's his name? You know, trying to figure out what everyone does well. You know, I already already kind of knew the strengths and weaknesses of all the kids on the team. Um, you know, I knew. 
what it took to motivate each one um, and uh, kind of their their makeup already going into it. So I think from a football standpoint, maybe it's a little bit easier. And then from all the other stuff that goes into a head coach, it's still no matter who you are, that, that first job, you're kind of learning on the job and, and trying to get better every day. Well, you got to figure out what works best for you, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, taking a little bit from, from all the different coaches I've been under, um, you know, things I like, things I didn't like, um, and then now it's just uh, trying to figure out the best way to implement them. So doing it, you know, like the Frank Sinatra song, I did it my way, I mean, that, that, that's good news, bad news, because you do get to do it your way, but there's a lot of pressure that goes along with that, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't really look at it as pressure per se. It's more of, you know, just – same thing we tell the kids like let's just go out and do the best part, the best that we can absolutely do every single day and if we do that good things are going to happen um so you know it's just you know sometimes it's trial and error um we had a good foundation already set um that i had been a part of for the last two years so we didn't change a ton um but there's some things i had done under different coaches that i liked and so we have pulled some of those ideas in um and i have a great coaching staff so being able to implement them all, it's been great. When we talk about the foundation that Middle Tennessee Christian presents athletically, because there's a lot of commitment over there from everyone I feel like that's involved, talk about how much easier that's made it for you to come into something like this. Oh, it's been great. Um, you know, they talk about the the dream jobs. You have you have alignment from the top to the bottom, and uh, there's there's really good alignment there. Everyone's on the same page. Um, you know, if a problem arises, um, I, I know who I can go talk to, and we can get it fixed pretty quickly. Um, there's not a whole lot of pushback on on if there's an issue. It's more of a, well, let's just find a solution. Let's figure out the best way that we can make it work. Um, and, you know, everyone's in it to make sure that the uh, the kids have the best opportunity um, to, to succeed at MTCS. So it's been great. There has been a lot of success there in football. Y'all were pretty good during your two years there. Y'all been pretty dang gum good. So, uh, does that does those expectations that were created the last couple of years make it easier or tougher for you coming in this year? You think? Um, I think I don't know if it's easier or harder. It's but it's it's where you want it's what you want, right? Like you want to be somewhere where there's expectations. You want to be somewhere where where winning is the expectation. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't want to be at a job where I mean, you played hard. Proud of you. You know, I, w I want to be somewhere where we're going to work hard Monday through Thursday, and then we're going to go play our best on Friday. And, you know, our best should help us come out on top. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's, like I said, it's it's a great spot, and the kids play really hard. Expecting to win, that's something that's important, you feel like, obviously. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, you know, our kids have that mindset of, they're gonna go out and they're gonna they're gonna give everything they got and uh, you know they expect to come out every every Friday night. Um, you know it's not always a realistic thing. You know not everyone's going ten and zero, but we have that expectation going into every Friday night that you've got a shot. And really in high school football, that's that's all you can ask for is that when when that ball start when that ball gets kicked off, you got a shot. And uh, it's exciting. 
Last night's game, talk about exciting. I mean, triple overtime, is that right? Yeah, triple overtime. And uh, so the kids came up to me when overtime started, and they're like, hey, what are the overtime rules? I'm like, I don't know. We're going to figure it out together. Let's go. <laughs> um, I was like, I know how they do it in Florida, but I uh, hadn't been a part of one in Tennessee. Um, but, again, the, 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 kids just, the kids just kept working. Um, both teams had to deal with adversity last night. You know, it's that game one. Both teams were taking punches, and – and uh, it was good to to see their resolve and uh, to come out on top. Let's talk a little bit about a couple of your players. Uh, how about your quarterback play last night? Oh, he played fantastic. Um, really made sure that we were in the right place. Um, was smart with the ball. Uh, you know, he was he made some good throws. Uh, biggest throw of the night was that first overtime, fourth and fourth and goal from the five. We have to score. And uh, he bought some time. Found Grant Hawson in the end zone. That's a big time play. And that's, that's what you're looking for from your quarterback, right, is a guy who's not only going to be a, a leader that can make plays. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Yates has done a fantastic job. He's a, you know, he's one of our captains, and he's a captain for a reason. Um, real vocal guy. And, uh, you know, when, when, the, when the chips are all in, you know, I trust him. he's going to make the best play. Talk about your running game. I think uh, Wilson had uh, 100 yards last night. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, he played well. Um, you know, he uh, he ran hard. Uh, you know, we asked him to do a lot of things. You know, we kind of move him around, put him in different spots. Um, you know, but, you know, he's he's just a, he's a really good player. And so getting him the ball is, is always going to be a good thing for us. Um, really proud of, of how hard he played. You know, he's got to go both ways. He played a lot of safety. Um, played at running back, and, uh, you know, he uh, he had a really good game. Talk about your defense for a minute here. Uh, when Because I guess what wound up being the deciding factor was you you converted your two-point conversion in overtime, and they didn't, right? Was that how they how that – what bowled down to, to you guys winning the game? Yeah, yeah. So, they uh, third overtime, they score. And, uh, you know, we had told the kids on the sideline throughout the entire overtime, like, Listen, we're every both teams are gonna gonna keep going. Um, you know, if they score, fine. Like they score, whatever. Keep them out of the end zone on the two point conversion, right? Like, obviously we want to keep them out of the end zone on the first four, but like, if it if they get in, right, that plays over. Let's go make a play on the next one. So I was really proud of how they were able to to put the last play behind them and go and make a play on the two point conversion, and then uh, luckily we were able to convert ours. Yeah. So so let's talk a little bit about. When you guys did convert yours, what, what kind of what kind of play did you run to, to get those two? Yeah, so we uh, we ran counter, um, you know, and we had uh, we have a senior back who's who's played a lot of football for us, and Gabe Howell. Um, you know, it's one of those guys that we just we trusted him with the ball in his hands, and so he had made some plays uh, in that third overtime, and even in that like in that fourth quarter, he really had started to turn it on offensively. He played a great game on defense, but uh, offensively, it really kind of came on for him in that that fourth quarter and in, uh, in overtime. And you know, he uh, he followed big old Jesse Perry around the uh, around the outside and found the hole and ran behind his shoulder pads, got in the end zone. Great to see a senior get that make that kind of play in that kind of situation i mean just rewarding for you i know but rewarding to see that happen for that kid absolutely and uh his season got cut short last year he tore his acl um actually out at lakeway and so really his first he'd gone through some scrimmages but we were still kind of easing him into it so it was good to see him have that success 
and uh, you know coming back from injury is always tough. So for him having that, being able to have success there in game one, I think is going to be is going to be really big for him moving forward. Coach, let's talk about improvements from game one to game two. A lot of times they say that the, those when you'll see the biggest improvements, game one, game two. What are you looking for as you get ready for the second week of the season? Uh, just to continue to clean things up. I think for the most part, we are our calls were right. You know, we're we were making the right calls, but you know, it's first time it's the scoreboard's on and there's you know going to be a winner and a loser and um, you know there were there were some some small things here and there that would have turned a five-yard gain into a 20-yard gain or you know or would have stopped them in the backfield instead of it being a six-yard gain and so it's just shoring shoring up and continue to make those those plays that present themselves um you know i don't i, I think effort was fantastic and then as we continue to play and, you know, get those more, more and more live reps, um, I think we just kind of keep shoring up those, the you know, the blocking, tackling, all those things that, you know, get better from week one to week two. So, obviously, you want to see improvement from your players from week one to week two. That goes without saying. Every coach does that. What about you as a coach from week one to week two? I mean, because, you know, no offense, coach, but, I mean, you, you know, this is your first year. Uh, are you grading yourself, and are you looking at yourself as a hey, look, I got There's some certain things that I need to get better at. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's uh, you know we hit dealing with cramping, things like that. It's making sure we're we're a little bit better with the substitutions. Um, you know, and it was on it's on the special teams that I'm in charge of, right? And that, that can't happen. Um, you know, so it's things like that that we've got to keep getting better at. Um, you know, and and. Really, it's just really once we get to sit down and really break down the film, um, I'll have a little bit better better idea of it. You know, everything's kind of going 100 miles an hour last night, um, but overall, I think uh, I think our coaching staff as a whole did a pretty good job last night. Especially game one, you get into high stakes football game, three overtimes. Um, you know, I thought the communication was well. I thought our substitutions were good. Um, you know, I thought the communication was good on both sides of the ball. And, you know, it's just going to be continuing to work to make it that uh, that well-oiled machine on the sidelines. So, have you is is it been a little bit of an eye opener as far as what a head coach's duties besides the X's and O's for you? Uh, you because know, I mean X's and O's obviously are, are that's what what why you are the head coach. But there's a lot of other things that goes into this too, right? You mentioned about the cramping and the planning and all that kind of stuff, right? Absolutely. So I had a I had an old head coach uh, that I worked with at Oviedo. And he used to joke that when you're an assistant coach, it's like 90% football, 10% other stuff. And as soon as you become a head football coach, it's the 10% football, 90% other stuff. And he's like, you just look forward to the season so you can get into into your 10% <laughs> into <the> other stuff. <laughs> and yeah. and uh, it's true. I mean, every day there's something else, you know. Um, but again, I've had the administration's been fantastic. They really made the transitions easier. Um, they've been with me every step of the way. Um, you know, I have I have great uh, parent support um, that have really made my job a lot easier. And uh, you know, it's just keep keep working. Just keep just keep taking one step forward at a time. Um, you know, and kind of like we tell the kids, like it's gonna be the next play. Let's just get the next thing done on the list. Try not to do 20 things at once because you won't do any of them very well. You know, get get one or two. What what needs to be done right now? Let's get that done. 
then we'll move the next thing on the list and, and that's kind of how I'm trying to attack it is making sure that you know I don't try and stretch myself out too thin to where we don't do anything super well it's what let's whatever we do let's do it really well and then we'll move on to the next thing let's talk about the next thing headed to Florida for your second game of the year talk about that a little bit coach road trip yeah that's gonna be fun it's uh it's actually in my hometown so uh we'll head out on Thursday uh, we'll fly down there, and then uh, we'll be down there Thursday, Friday, and come back on Saturday. Uh, it's going to be a fun game. I'm excited. Um, you know, having the opportunity to go play out of state is special. Um, I think it's something the, the kids will remember forever. Um, you know, we definitely want to try and make that kind of a thing where every other year we're going somewhere, um, you know, a different state, go play somebody new. Again, I think the uh, the experience part of that for the kids is, is definitely it's a cool experience. What do you know about Masters Academy? Because that's that's who you play as Masters Academy. Tell me a little bit about them. So they got a new coach. Um, I don't know a whole lot about them. I know there's some guys that I coached with in Oviedo that either coached with them or coached him when he was at high school. Um, but uh, you know they're always they're an athletic football team. Um, you know they in the in the past have uh have wanted to throw the ball around a little bit um you know so we'll we'll kind of break that film down and see exactly what they're doing now with uh with cruise check there but um you know it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good test for us it's gonna be fun um it's gonna be hot you know we're gonna deal with some adversity there but you know again uh, i think the kids proved on friday that you know they're not they're not gonna back down they're not gonna fold and so uh excited for it Especially because it's in your hometown. I mean, does that uh, is it good news, bad news for you, or just all good news? I think it's good news. Um, I think it's gonna be cool. Uh, you know, my mom's gonna be able to be at that game. Uh, you know, they were on NFHS last night watching the game and uh, got some texts from uh, a lot of people back home last night and this morning. Um, so it's gonna be cool. There's gonna be uh, you know, our our parents are gonna travel. They travel everywhere. There's gonna be a, uh, we're gonna have a good crowd. Um, you know, and then I'll have quite a bit of people that I've, that I know that are going to be at that game. So it's going to be, it's going to be fun. This, this travel, uh, game, is that part of this Cougar wave that's building? Cause I mean, like I said, Middle Tennessee, like we touched on earlier, Middle Tennessee Christian Athletics has gotten really good in the last few years, but is this part of that wave that you are going out of state to play? You think that that's important for the program? I think so. Um, you know, I think, uh, continuing to get our name out there. Um, the more people know about us, you know, the, the better for us. Um, you know, we're, we're such a small school and really haven't played football for that long, really, in the, in the grand scheme of things. You're right. You're right um, about that. We're, we're, what, 16 years or something like that. Um, so when you really look at some of the history of some of the schools that are around us that have been playing football forever, uh, you know, the Oaklands, the Riverdales, that, you know, they've been, like, everyone knows who they are. They've been playing for 100 years. Uh, you know, for us, it's, it's about trying to build it the right way. You know, we don't want it to. We don't want to be in a microwave where we, you know, we don't lay the foundation. We want to do it the right way and build the thing up to where it's it's steady for for years to come. When you think about football in this county, and I know that Oakland, Riverdale, Smyrna, they're they're all on a different plane because they're six A schools. But still, is it important for you to be part of a really good football community like we have here in Rutherford County? Absolutely. Um, you know, Rutherford County is you know, arguably the best county for, for football in the entire state. Um, so, you know, you, you want to kind of hold that standard up. Uh, you know, there's, it's, not, it's not okay 
to be just okay, right? Like, you know, the, the standard in Rutherford County is, is state championships. And so that's what we're working towards, you know. Um, that's, that's our goal. Coach, anything else you want to add about Middle Tennessee Christian football right now, the 1-0 and o Cougars? Anything else? Uh, really, again, I just want to emphasize how proud of the kids I am. You know, it would have been it would have been really easy. Game one, non-district game, you know, some things didn't go our way. It would have been really easy to go, oh, maybe tonight's just not our night. We'll pack it up. We'll try and win next week. And, uh, you know, I never I never felt that on the sidelines. It was always, let's go make the next play. Let's go make the next play. Yeah, they, they, all right, they got that one. Who cares? Let's go make the next play. And, uh, you know, that's going to bode really well as we uh, as we continue down the season. I think that Middle Tennessee Christian folks should be really excited, and I think we got the slogan for the next T-shirt. Christian Peterson said it here first. It's not okay to just be okay, and I don't think you're going to be just okay. I think you're going to be really good, Coach. Congratulations, one and O Christian Peterson, head coach, Middle Tennessee Christian School. We super appreciate your time and wish you the best of luck. Thank you. I appreciate what you guys do. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teaches Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort at our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To make sure our teams are covered here locally, be there for our trainers. Yeah, it's a passion that we have to try to take care of our athletes here in town and be there just to keep everybody playing as healthy and as best they can. From a community standpoint, one of the most important things you do at TOA, I'd guess. I think it's definitely a way to pay back to our community just to be there for them and watch some great sports too. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA, live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Welcome back to MTCS Cougar Corner and our show presented by TOA, Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. Time to catch you up to date on some of the things that happened this week. We've got a couple of volleyball scores and uh, varsity soccer to talk about. First, let's go to uh, soccer as St. Andrews defeated Middle Tennessee Christian School 3-1 to on Thursday. Um, Coach uh, Stewart saying uh, kind of started out slow in the first 40 but played better and much faster in the uh, second half and down one nothing at halftime joanna lafort shot the ball around 
45 yards out to get the ball past the keeper, but late in the game, St. Andrews scored off a corner, and with less than a minute to go, they scored again to uh, take the 3-1 victory over Middle Tennessee Christian School. Senior keeper Liz, uh, Lindsey Wisnowski scored 19 saves, in a uh, recorded 19 saves in goal, I should say. So uh, first game under the belt of the season for MTCS girls soccer. To volleyball, and on Monday... First game of the season, and MTS, uh, MTCS took down uh, Rockvale in three straight sets. The Cougars opening up district play on Thursday. We'll talk about that as well. The JV team also got a win to start the season over the Lady Rockets. In that game versus Rockvale, Anna Clay Shirley with 19 kills, 5 aces, and 7 digs. Haley Hudson with 23 assists, 4 digs, 2 aces. Addison Burks with 11 digs, 6 aces, 2 assists. Jada Burns, 9 kills, 2 digs. Lily Watson had six kills, five blocks, and a dig. Maddie Moore with two kills, two blocks, and two digs. It was Jesse Pierce with six digs. Bailey Culpepper with a kill, two digs, an ace, and a block. And Maddie Box with three digs and a kill. Sarah Plant with an ace. 3 nothing over Rockvale. Then on Thursday... Another 3 nothing straight set victory over Grace Christian in district play. Now 1-0 in the district. The Cougars uh, playing today. We'll talk about that on the upcoming schedule in just a moment. And the JV team, they're off to a 2-0 and start as well. In the win over Grace Christian, Anna Clay Shirley, 14 kills, 7 digs, and an ace. She's got a 700 hitting percentage. Uh, at 717 is Lily Watson with 10 kills and 2 blocks. 29 assists, 8 digs, 3 aces, and a kill for Haley Hudson. Addison Burks with 11 digs, 5 aces, 2 assists, and a kill. Jada Burns, 5 kills, make that 8 kills and 5 digs. It was Maddie Box with 8 digs and an ace. Maddie Moore, 2 kills and a block. Jesse Pierce with 2 digs, an ace, and an assist. And Bailey Culpepper with 2 digs and 1 assist. So a couple of the uh, results from this past week. Volleyball is at uh, MTCS with the Girls Varsity Invitational going on today. On Monday, you've got some JV Middle School volleyball going on uh, at PCA, as well as Varsity uh, and JV. The uh, JV will be at Columbia Academy, and... Um, You've also got uh, varsity at Columbia Academy as well as uh, middle school varsity playing at uh, Providence Christian. Soccer, girls varsity soccer versus Franklin Christian Academy at MTCS on Monday. Tuesday brings some uh, varsity volleyball as MTCS will host uh, University School of Nashville and soccer will play the Middle Tennessee Golden Eagles at home as well, 6 o'clock on Tuesday night. Thursday brings a flurry of activity with 5th uh, and 6th grade football playing at Nashville Christian. Also, uh, girls junior varsity volleyball at Franklin Christian Academy. JV Middle School girls volleyball hosting uh, Ezel Harding. The 5.30 game will be the girls' varsity volleyball team at Franklin Christian Academy. Girls' soccer at 6 o'clock hosting University School of Nashville. I think I mentioned that. Uh, and uh, football, middle school football at Nashville Christian on Thursday night at 6.30. And, of course, next week's varsity football game at Masters Academy for the uh, Cougars. Girls' varsity 
volleyball in a tournament at Oakland as well as the JV. So that's a look at what's coming up. A busy week in Cougar Athletics. I encourage you to check mtcsports.com for all of the events that are upcoming at Middle Tennessee Christian School. Well, that's going to wrap up our coach's conversation this morning. I want to thank you so very much for joining us. Thanks to Coach Peterson for being here this morning here on Cougar Corner and for Danny and his work uh, talking to Coach Peterson and all the coaches who made their way in on the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coach's Corner. I mentioned Danny Brewer, uh, John Dinkins back in the saddle again here in the studio. So good to have him here as well and our producer, Dalton Barrett, this morning. I'm Brian Barrett. Hope you have a wonderful Saturday. It's week two of the high school football season next week, and we'll be talking about it right here on the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coach's Corner and MTCS Cougar Corner. Have a great Saturday, everybody. <laughs>